all three of those top quarterbacks. You now you have all the quarterbacks. I do. No, you just got Ritter too. I know. I don't have them all. I, know. I love those. Wait, you you had Pickett and Willis and how? How come it doesn't say it went to you for Pickett? Hey yo! Welcome to Fantasy on Draft. I'm your host NMFL. Hosting with me, Maddie Saddy. What up, Maddie? What's up, Nick? How we doing? I'm good. Joe Griff, how you doing? Outstanding. So we took a little bit of break, but we didn't really intend it for it to be this long. But you know, life gets in the way sometimes. We uh, we did a lot of stuff. We had a lot of stuff going on. We had a golf trip. Am I right? <laughs> did we ever? <laughs> And how. <laughs> and how. But thanks for being back with us. We're going to try to be a little better at getting episodes out, especially now that the season's starting to feel closer. We're almost there. It's, teams are reporting for training camp, so we'll definitely be going more weekly once the season starts for sure. Um, yeah, we're, we're excited for today's episode. We're, I mean, it's our first time back. We're probably going to be a little uh, rough around the edges, but we'll, we'll make it happen. Um, just a little housekeeping just to get some stuff out of the way. You're already hearing us here, so you already found us, but we are on Spotify. We are on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. Love to have you follow us, rate us, and review us. It definitely helps people when they search for fantasy football. The more reviews you have, the more places we pop up. We want to get in more people's ear holes. We have a Facebook page at Fantasy on Draft Podcast, and we have a bad fantasy football page. Um, which is kind of fun to see the stupid stuff that people did. And we'll end up talking about that later. We are on Patreon. Thank you to our Patreon supporters, patreon.com slash fantasy on draft. It's a place where you can come and help support the show financially if you like. For as little as a dollar an episode, you can support us and keep this podcast running and keep us talking. Seriously, even a dollar an episode, it'll help us out a bunch and helps us to to get new equipment and helps us to to get stuff that helps us do it better I guess. For today's episode we're going to talk about a dynasty draft that we did together. We're going to touch on some NFL news and notes and we're going to eventually get to the drunken trade of the week. But first, we're going to get to our beer of the day. Maddie, you brought this beer. You want to want to touch on it here? Tell us what we got. Yeah, this is a limited series from Sierra Nevada. It's the uh, small batch uh, who run Bartertown, or yeah, Bartertown. Uh, it's an IPA West Coast, uh, 7.8% ABV. Um, website says it's a master blast of hop intensity with stone fruit, berry, and citrus from a powerful blend of concentrated hops whose pounds per barrel equivalent to downright mad. Um, honestly, this is one of my favorite beers i've come out of sierra nevada uh, it's uh and being from chico we drink a lot of sierra nevada here and i was a little skeptical and then i got it and it's it's really smooth for a 7.8 it's i could pretty much drink it all day um i honestly i rated probably like a nine flat it is just fantastic and uh i'm bummed it's gonna be a limited series because it's something i could see myself buying pretty consistently you guys both got four packs of it right yes yeah this is my first taste of it and it's delicious yeah Right. Yeah, I'm fully on board. I, I'm right there with Matt. I had an eight seven for no particular reason. It's a seven eight, so eight seven. I love the nose on it. The hops come out so well. Uh, stone fruit isn't always my favorite taste, but it is delightful. It's just a hop bomb. 
I'm, I'm definitely swaying back away from the hazies towards the West Coast lately, and this is a great, super hoppy version um, that is nice and clear. That's what Matt was saying. I think it's really smooth. It goes down easy. Huge fan. I wish it would continue. Yeah, no, I'm, I am not the biggest Sierra Nevada fan. I just think that a lot of their beer tastes the same, and this one doesn't. And um, a lot of their West Coast, when they call them a West Coast IPA, I feel like they're not hoppy enough. They don't quite hit it with the hop bomb. And then the stuff that they do over hop, like Torpedo, to me is just has the maltiness that I don't like. So this is nice, refreshing. It pops with the, the hop flavor and doesn't overly hit you with that that malt build they usually usually use. I like it. I like it a lot, too. I'm going to give it an 8.5. I'm, I'm really happy with it. It really is just so, like you said, refreshing, and it's been 100 degrees here for the last two weeks straight, and when I go home and I, I get one, I'm like, that's exactly what I was looking for when it comes to a beer. It's, that's, that's it. It, right it, there. Yeah. it hits me right where I needed to. Yeah, like Matt said, um, Sierra Nevada is here. It's local to us. It's in Chico, California, so we do get spoiled. I was actually just at an event there this week and was in the big room and drank some of their beers, and it, it's always a fun time. Their social media, they are at Sierra Nevada. You can also find them at www.sierranevada.com. Um, this was awesome. Yeah, you're a, you're right. It's a bummer that this is going to be a one-off and, and not something they're going to do all the time, but... I was just there a couple days ago. They did still have it. Um, so if you're hearing this right now, um, I mean, check it out in the gift shop because it seemed like they still had some stock. When were you there? Uh, this was, so today is Thursday. I was there on Monday and they had some. Son of a... I was there Saturday and they had a bunch. Yeah. Man. Okay. Yeah. It's. I got bad intel. Bad. Good to, yeah. Good to know. Yeah. That was, <laughs> I mean, this is Thursday, so. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Not sure if it's still there, but yeah, if you, if you can, if you can get to the gift gift shop and uh, check it out, who runs barter town, it is great. Good beer. This week's show is brought to you by the great people at a and J party supply and rental shop. They have all your party needs. Doesn't matter if it's a wedding birthday prom or graduation party. They have what you need. They have a great selection of party supplies and rentals, and they will happily deliver for your next occasion. May even get to see friend of the show, Ben Murray, there. Located here at Chico, California at 1801 Esplanade. Find them online at www.ajparty.com. All right, guys, let's jump into some news and notes where, you know, there there hasn't been a whole lot of stuff going on, which is kind of part of the reason we were able to to take a break and, and not force down your throat when signings like Josh Rosen happen. <laughs> but there is some stuff. There is some stuff that happened. Yeah, Kyler Murray got that nice big fat extension that everyone predicted he would get. Yeah, five years, two hundred and thirty million, uh, one sixty guaranteed. You asked the question earlier off air: is it is it too much? For me, it's too much. Um, I think he is a very very talented quarterback. Um, is he a great quarterback? I haven't seen it yet. Um, but I, obviously, Arizona has a lot of faith in him. They were going all out with his wide receiver core. And, you know, they were close last year. Uh, I mean, they started off hot. They started off 7-0, and right? And, yeah, I think so. And uh, so I think they feel they're right there. And to kind of give him the confidence that they're not giving up on him, I think is what they're trying to do here. Uh, for me, it is a little bit of an overpay, but not my football team. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I agree with you there. I also think general managers and teams everywhere are breathing a little bit of a sigh of relief that it wasn't fully guaranteed. The Deshaun Watson thing was nuts. Uh, I think this swings it back a little bit the other way. Like, you don't have to be guaranteed 
an incredible amount of money. And I think this helps Lamar Jackson sign his deal because we got the crazy Deshaun deal. We got this deal. They'll figure something out, come to an agreement. But yeah, I feel like it's an overbit, a bit of an overpay, but I feel like everything is these days. So you think Lamar gets more money? I think it's going to be very similar. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah, that, that is tough. I don't know because Lamar is bigger and better, but he doesn't throw the ball as well. And you're worried that there's going to be that hit that's going to, you know, or in a couple of years, you know, Cam Newton used to run, obviously not like Lamar, but Cam Newton used to run a lot. And then, yep. man, then I traded for him and he went, <laughs> yeah, it's like Lamar has that liability. And I think, you know, maybe it is a similar um, contract, maybe a little more guaranteed. He's maybe his agent's like, Hey, he could take that hit just like Nick was saying. Yeah. And he's like, if he does take that hit, at least he's set kind of right. thing. But yeah, I'm very interested to see what uh, Lamar gets out of this deal. And Lamar was on our list. He did show up for training camp. He actually showed up early. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is there. He's not not going to do a holdout. So it does sound like something will will happen there. But uh, got to be a good sign both if you if you have Kyler Murray or if you got Lamar in Dynasty. That, that'll definitely uh, feels good. Sure. I saw a horrible meme that was about, I don't even remember, it was about Kyler Murray and how his new contract had... Uh, like a little boy incentives, like uh, the number of times that the coach rubbed his head and said "good boy," oh, or or the number what what's it called, Joe? Like like tummy time? Are you asking? Oh, okay. Because we're babies. Because <laughs> you have kids. Hey, man. You know where her babies lay tummy, down. Yeah, tummy time. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Work on that neck extension. It was, it was saying like, and his amount of tummy time was lower than it was last oh, year. Geez. Something like that. So when did, when did Adam Shepard uh, make this uh, tweet? <laughs> you know what's funny? I actually think it was an Adam Shepard. Obviously, it's not Adam Shepard. The fake Adam Shepard. It was no, Black but Adam it was Schefter. like the one where it was put on his tweet to make you think it was oh, him. Right, right. Someone I'm super pretty sure that it was under like his name. <laughs> Obviously, not him. That's pretty but. funny. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo was given permission to find a trade. News that isn't news. <laughs> Man, so I looked up his contract, and the Niners saved $25.5 million if they cut him. By when? Do we know? After June 1st or June 30th. So it's already happened. Like, they can now cut him. Okay. And it, his contract goes from, like, 26.9 to 1.4 or something like that. Wow. That's how much dead money. So, I mean, that's as much as they given some other running back they're going to cut or something like that. I mean, so he's going to get cut. I mean, there's... Yeah. Niners have no cards. I mean, they're... None. Ugh. I mean, and they're not even really trying to pretend. Like, well, maybe we'll start him. So, yeah, he's going to end up signing somewhere. I mean, probably... Like Seahawks, right? I mean, that's probably one of the only spots the left. Yeah. It seems like the team that really hasn't gone out there avidly searching for a quarterback, and it seems like it'd be a really easy fit for them. I'm still stuck on, I don't understand why they're, no, I, I understand why they're in rebuild mode. Their team's not very good. I don't understand why Pete Carroll wants to be in rebuild mode. Yeah. Like, like he's old. He must be about ready to leave for somewhere else. But then do Just it like now. <laughs> then do it now. Like, yeah. what? It, like yeah. I don't know. It just seemed... We could fill this room with the amount of things I don't understand from Pete Carroll. So this, this is just another thing that's at the bottom of the list. Another big signing today. Bucks signed veteran tight end Kyle Rudolph. I guess that was actually yesterday because we had our waivers go through today. Mm-hmm. And someone paid a whopping $12 in Dynasty. You got to pay if you want your guy. You think Kyle Rudolph means anything for fantasy? 
not yeah. much. I mean, I, I admittedly, I picked him up an expert. I got him for free. I, I, you know, I got an alert that, uh, Michael Thomas was going on the pup list. So I just threw him in there and grabbed Rudolph for free real quick. Maybe, I mean, uh, not much cause Brate's there. So even, you know, even if the rookies don't do much this year, I still don't think he does a ton, but we know Brady likes tight ends. Yeah. So, I mean, he might do a little something if you need him in a pinch on a bye week or something. Maybe I, I wouldn't do much to get him, but I should have wrote it down, but he played 16 games last year and it was like 26 catches for 250 and a touchdown or something like that. Like it was not. Yeah. Right. He had one touchdown last year. Um, not super productive. That's, I think he's absolutely more football relevant, especially on a team with Tom Brady, who, like you said, does like tight ends versus fantasy relevance. He is, um, even if he does have that big breakout game where he does something of Kyle Rudolph of the past where, you know, 100-plus yards, maybe a touchdown or two, you're not going to have him in your starting lineup. Right. He's going to ride your bench all year, and he is going to be a desperation by week fill-in by accident. Like, it's just you're not starting this guy. Well, um, and he was, he was on the Giants, right? So the Giants right. were a they dumpster were fire. And Evan Ingram was supposed to be really good. He couldn't do anything with that Kenny team. Galladay. So, I mean, you go to Tom Brady, you go to the Bucks. there's at least potential to do something. Of course, of course. He'll be the guy that he'll have, like, 65 and a touchdown. He'll get picked up. He'll get started. He'll have one catch for 11 yards. He'll get dropped again. Then he'll have another yeah, one. Yeah, like Totally. You know, it'll be somebody's, yeah, exactly. Somebody's buy pickup that doesn't do you anything. And then when he does, he was on your bench or on the waiver wire. Yeah, so. Good for him. I like how Rudolph, I've seen a bunch of like interviews with him over the time he's been in the NFL. He seems like just a really awesome person. Yeah. And, right on. Nice. Yeah. So it's great for him. I'm glad he's on a team that's in contention rather than, you know, being on the Giants. But um, yeah, fantasy relevance. I mean, Maddie, I hope he, uh, I hope he does some things for you, but I don't, uh, I think he's worth that tops $11. I think he overpaid at 12. <laughs> <laughs> reasonable, reasonable. <laughs> also, Joe mentioned that uh, Michael Thomas went on the IR. No, not on IR. On, on the pup list. On the pup list. Yeah. And that's going to be start happening quite a bit more. We'll start getting a lot of players on there, and we'll try to keep you updated as, as that happens because it's getting to the point where teams are going to be able to do that and put some guys on and i think the pup right now there's a pup where you can come off at week four and there's another one after week six or something i think there's still one you can come off before can, the season starts right totally yeah you can come off pretty much any time so yeah we'll try to fit like figure out which ones are relevant which ones aren't but so help me out real quick he's on the pup list uh, not physically like he is he is he still hurt or is this like a so whole, he had the he had the foot ankles right and there was all the questions about is this a real injury? Is it not? Right. And he actually did have surgery. Mm -hmm. He was recovering. And all the reports were that he was doing fine. Yeah. But at the end, like, ultimately, they just put him on the list. And to be honest, I don't know what that benefit is to doing that. Right. But they anticipate him coming off by early camp. So it, this is one of those kind of irrelevant pups. Other than it helped me pick up Kyle Rudolph. There you go. <laughs> and I think he can bring other people into camp. I'm sure that's it. Yeah, I'm sure it's exactly. a numbers thing. Yeah. 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 Interesting. All right. All right, guys, we are going to discuss a dynasty draft that we all are in, where it's a dynasty league that we are all a part of. And we had our rookie draft this year. For those of you that play dynasty, you know how it works. The draft is four or five rounds long, and you're just drafting all the rookies. You know, all the rookies that are that are actually getting drafted in the NFL. And um, you're drafting guys that, 
hopefully you've heard of a few and some of them sometimes near the end you you haven't and if you don't play dynasty one i highly suggest you do do it it's great it's a fun time you also you get football during this time when did we do this draft like two three weeks ago right and uh you know it was great to do it it was fun to to have a football draft in our in our lives again um and then so if you don't play you probably not heard of a lot of these people if you do play you still probably haven't heard of a people. <laughs> um, but this is our, our EK Spurt, our expert dynasty league. Maddie Satty, you uh, are in a little bit of a real rebuild. So you started with the number one pick. Uh, who'd you take there? Uh, overwhelmingly, Brees Hall. Like, it's, uh, you know, he's the number one consensus. Uh, I think, you know, it's uh, there wasn't even anyone close. Um, I wanted that, uh, that running back that I think is going to do well on a team that's young and up and coming. Um, everything I heard about him is fantastic, and uh, yeah, it was easy first pick for me. Yeah, I did fail to mention it is a super flex. It's a so it's a two quarterback you know, a league. It's a ten man dynasty league. Yeah, Brees Hall. I agreed. I did like that we have another dynasty league where you had pick one and two, and you made sure to take him second. I thought that was pretty good. You, I, you I like, freaked out because I didn't realize he had both. I was like, what the and shit? He also that's, all, it, that's all I wanted. He also <laughs> let it sit there for a minute. He <laughs> totally. like, took it, yeah. went off the draft line, like went out of line. <laughs> Drank a cup of coffee. Responded in the chat. Yeah. Is there someone better? <laughs> and then boom, took the other one. Like, oh, Just um, wanted whoever's at three to be like, mate, no. <laughs> Just that glimmer of hope. Yeah. I had a dynasty league that I had the one, one took Brees Hall. No questions asked. Was super happy to to do it uh joe you think that's a good pick there oh totally yeah i think it's good. like matt said consensus easy move no, on number two um ken walker i always want to say kenneth walker the third but he's just ken walker now um another running back went to is that who you guys would have taken at two or were you guys looking at some of the wide receivers matt i know you had two in another league and you went wide receiver there I guess it depends on the guy's team. Um, I haven't checked out uh, Division's team, but I do like Ken Walker a lot. And if you were hunting for a running back, um, and it looks like with the rest of his draft, he wasn't really going for another one, I think, yeah, it's, I think it's a fine pick. In Seattle's squad, um, it's a, a team that should be pass-heavy that runs the ball all the time. So I think uh, Ken Walker has a bright future over there. I think it's a good pick. And they, they can't really be pass-heavy anymore because they don't have anyone to throw the ball. So Ken Walker fits in at the right time. I think Carroll's going back there and taking snaps behind center. <laughs> he might. <laughs> Got to be better than Drew Locke. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, wait, did you guys catch that? Was it the U.S. Open um, tennis yes. Twitter? Yeah. And Drew Locke responded just the most admirable way so did you hear about this oh i didn't see i, I didn't I, see I, yeah i saw I, the first ones i didn't right. see drew lock response i didn't see yeah oh, oh his response was i i'm sorry i don't have it offhand but it was very positive he's like he's he said something to the effect of like can't spot the lie like kind of thing like just taking it in stride and then us open replied like you're a king fantastic for having fun like it's nice yeah he was so for people that don't know exactly what happened it was somebody said that tennis wasn't a sport right they yeah after not, not a real sport not a real sport yeah. and it was clear that the guy was a seahawks fan and the yeah. open was like says the guy that's going 16 games with drew lockett quarterback or <laughs> right. basically yeah, and right? it just trended almost immediately yeah, yeah. And this poor guy just got burned down. But then, yeah, I think Drew Locke the next day posted something that was very, like, you know, tongue-in-cheek and very positive, and everyone was like, good for him, man. I like, dig he, it. Yeah. And yeah. I, was, I was like, great, man. I love this guy. Nice. Yeah. Should be learning his playbook. But. <laughs> <laughs> they actually have a playbook? I doubt Seattle. it. I doubt it. They're not running plays. <laughs> hand off left, hand off right. <laughs> 
Um, at three, Drake London. I think that he's kind of been the the top wide receiver off the board. He's the first wide receiver here. I know that Matt, you drafted him in the league. You you're you're big on him. You really like him. Yeah, I like that whole Atlanta offense. All young. They're gonna be spry. They're gonna go crazy. Um, it was him or gonna be Williams. I'm still a little curious about Williams. Uh, he is. I think everyone has unanimously said that he's gonna be the most talented over over time. But Detroit worries me a little bit. And uh, what I've seen from London, he looks fantastic. So I'm really happy to have him. Joe, you uh, you like London there? Uh, yeah, I, I I honestly don't have a strong opinion of these next five receivers. Like I, ranking them for me is really hard. Um, so we'll get into our trade later, which is why I was yeah. happy to do that. But yeah, I have zero problem with London there, and I agree with Matt that he's assuming Ritter becomes the guy and is a good quarterback. He's in a great situation. So I, yeah, I like it. Yeah. I do too. Um, and then moving into the four spot, this is what Joe's talking about. I had the opportunity to move into the four spot. I had a, I didn't have a first round pick and it was offered to me to move into the four spot, but to do it, I had to give up DJ Moore, and maybe I did have a first, I don't, I, I have it here in front of me and it's, it turns out that I only gave up DJ Moore. But we turned it into a three-way trade, and I moved into the 1-4, and I got Irv Smith from you, Joe. Correct. And I gave up DJ Moore is who the original – the original person, AJ, wanted DJ Moore for me, but I wanted more than what he was offering. So that's why I tried to bring – I brought Joe in. I wanted Big Irv. I was hoping that that would help offset the the DJ Moore. Uh, I also – um, or Joe, you got Elijah Moore and moved to the one seven, right? Right. Yeah. And that, that's what I loved. Cause like I said, I didn't really care of those receivers. I was happy with whoever leaning Williams, who I ended up getting at seven. And I'm, I like Elijah Moore. I think he's a stud, so I'm happy with it, but I am not as happy about it now that Baker is in Carolina. Um, I was kind of thinking DJ Moore was going to be stuck with a quarterback. That's not as good. I know people say Baker's not as good, but I'm a Baker homer. Um, so I I don't love it now, but I really wanted Traylon Burks, and that's who I got it for. I'm kind of a fan of taking, like, I don't, obviously I'm not a scout. I don't know. I'm playing Dynasty football, and I'm just drafting off stuff. But I'm always intrigued when a guy is, like, the best wide receiver in the college game, and people are like, oh, man, this guy, the best. And then he takes his pads off and like runs around some cones. And all of a sudden they're like, this guy's no good at all. (laughs) Yeah. And, and that's kind of what happened to Traylon this year. Like going into like the end of the season, it was like, Oh my God, this guy could be the best thing for the NFL. And then, all of a sudden, they're like, this guy can't do anything. His shuttle run was off by like a tenth of a yeah, second. Yeah, like yeah. I don't. So I'm happy to get him. Um, you know, some of the new stuff where he's not doing that great in training camp and his asthma is playing in and stuff. That stuff does bother me a little bit. But the combine stuff, I just I don't know. I don't get it. It's so weird where a guy can be so highly sought after. And then all of a sudden is like, mm. and that. And that's exactly run. what you're saying. It's like tenths of a second. It's like they don't hit this projected number that they all these guys got together and these writers and skeptics. And it's like he didn't hit exactly. He didn't do as many 
you know, bench press we thought. He's like, he's not going to do very well. It's like, well, so who cares? Yeah. Like, so, the guy was a stud like two months ago in a championship game, and you now you are freaking out about this combine? Like, exactly what you're saying. So in, with Traylon's case, they thought he was going to run like a 429. Yeah. Based off his game speed, they're like, oh, my God, this guy <laughs> yeah. could run a 429. Yeah. And then he doesn't, and now they're like, no, guy's off. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he had, a, like, subpar shit that morning. Like, <laughs> what? like, come on. But, like, his game speed, you guys think it's going to be the yeah, fastest right. there. Right? Yeah. And then he runs, and all of a sudden, no. Mm. Yeah, it makes no sense. So he runs faster in pads than most people do. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I was extremely happy to get Traylon Burks there. I, I hope he does. Do well, but maybe, maybe if you can't run without pads on. Oh, man. <laughs> it happens a lot in uh, NFL games. Division, who had the two pick, he comes back, he had the five. He went Garrett Wilson. Um, he'd been moving up the boards quite a bit. There was some hype that that he was supposed to be, uh, uh, you know, doing well. So I don't fault it. Yep. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's all right. Coming in next at sixth, uh, this was my original pick, but I had traded away to my buddy Deep. Chris Olave, uh, just smooth, smooth, smooth. You heard what Jameis said about him, right? No, I didn't. Yeah, leave it to Jameis to butcher a good quote, but Jameis says, smooth is the other side of the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jameis. <laughs> I love that so much. So is he like Biff from Back to the Future? <laughs> right, right. Always, always just getting it wrong. Oh, yeah, Alave is, I think he's going to be great. Um, I know, Joe, you drafted him in another league, right? You you were happy to have him or no? I don't think so. Oh, I thought I you had him so. in a league. Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't think I would have taken him there. I would have taken uh, Jameson Williams um, over him there. If that would have been, if I would have still been in my pick, I would have been ecstatic and i'm joe you picked next and i'm sure you were ecstatic there. i was pumped yeah that that's what i wanted i would have had some decisions to make um if he took williams because then i would have started thinking about Pickett and cook but um yeah williams still being there boom i think I hit that as fast as i could so uh, another trade that i wanted to bring up that happened uh i think a day or two before the before the draft you had traded away away tyreek tyreek yeah. hill yeah um but you got Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison. Right. Um, so it, it was it was you got Cook and Madison. You gave up Tyreek, uh, the two nine, and then two fourths. And right. I think you ran away with this trade. Oh well, that's thank you. I, I wasn't sure. I I hated getting rid. I mean, I was on this podcast saying like, oh my god, Tyreek's going to be the Debo in Miami and blah 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 blah. blah. And, um, but my running backs were terrible. And I started to question Tyreek. I was like, man, I don't know. Is Tua going to be able to get him the ball? And they have all these running backs. Are they really going to use Tyreek in a running back role? And they got this whole stable of running backs. So I started to kind of freak out a little bit about Tyreek. And uh, yeah, I was, we went round and round about this one trying to figure out because he, you know, he was saying Madison's super valuable. I was like, yeah, if you have Cook. So he was reluctant to give up both, but I was like, look, I'm not doing this trade unless I get both. So I had to give up Tyreek, sweeten the deal a little bit. Um, so came to agreement, and I'm, I'm happy with it. I think getting Madison makes this deal. I, I think it makes the deal for you. Right. I think that if you would have just gotten Cook, I would have been on the other side. Yeah, I would have been nervous about but, injuries. But And Madison's still pretty young. Yeah. Uh, so I think that there's a scenario where Cook gives you another year or two in Minnesota and then is out, and Madison comes right in. you got a couple more years of him. Hopefully. And then the fact that you got Jamison Williams. I think both those things just make it. I mean, yeah, Tyreek is 
obviously one Stunned, of the best sure. in the NFL, and it's going to hurt a little bit. But I think the fact that you got Madison and I think the fact that you got Jamison Williams, to me, I think was an outstanding trade. And fourths mean absolutely nothing. And 2-9, you know, was was okay. But yeah. I, uh, I, th- I think it was well. Maddie, do you like that trade for him? Yeah, I think it actually worked out. And here's the thing, too. Like, you can hype up a guy that's on your team, you know, something like Tyreek Hill, and say, you know, I love this guy. I think he's going to be fantastic. He may be the next Debo. But if it's not fitting right in your lineup and you see an opportunity where you can make your team better, sometimes it's a great option to make that trade. And, you know, you kind of took that deal and you went with it and it seemed like it worked out for you right now. But, yeah, it's uh, it's funny when you have a guy on your team that you absolutely love. And, I mean, you know, in the same circumstance, last year I had Justin Herbert. I love Justin Herbert. I was, right. I'm very high on him. And, uh, but, you know, I had an opportunity to trade him and for some draft picks, and it worked out for me. And it's something you hate to see happen, but you're kind of looking at a different aspect, not just your lineup, but, you know, the future of your team. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that for sure. Um, number eight, the first quarterback win. Again, we said it is a super flex league, but quarterbacks were not as crazy high. But Kenny Pickett went at eight. Are you guys, you guys think he's going to do all right in Pittsburgh? You think he has a chance to, I mean, you think he has a chance to start? I, man, you know, the thing is, Mason Rudolph's not terrible. No, no, and it's uh oh, it's oh, Trubisky. It's Trubisky. Trubisky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's know. not terrible. Like, he he just isn't. Like I was thinking his him stats myself. are actually pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> and so it, will he start this year? I don't know. It remains to be seen. But the thing is, it's never bad to have a quarterback on team that drafts such elite wide receivers consistently, like Pittsburgh. So anyone who's throwing the ball there has an opportunity to do well. Um, if, like I said, do I, does he start this year? Probably not. But it's uh, a having a dynasty him. league, yeah, right? You don't exactly. need him to. And he was the first quarterback selected in the NFL draft. I mean, they had their choice and they specifically picked him. So, yeah. and I, I always want to be like, well, they did. They pick quarterbacks, but I mean, when you have Big Ben for that long, it's like you yeah. just feel, you years feel years like yeah, it's like yeah. you feel like they did, but they just haven't had to. So who knows? James Cook went at nine. And I don't know. He's been moving up the boards. I mean, I I don't. I think if you needed a running back, there's a chance that he could takes over that job. I, yeah, and I also think if we did the draft today, he would be up on this board too. Um, the more you look at that whole offense, they're not going to want Josh Allen to run. Devin Singletary had a couple great games last year, but Zach Moss has essentially moved down on the depth scale. I think Cook has an opportunity to be by the end of the year the starting running back in that squad, the lead horse, and I really like him a lot, especially in a high potent offense. Yeah, I, I don't have much to add to that. I mean, it's yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, I feel like Singletary is tiny, and they're kind of worried about him. And I think Moss is going to be gone, so I think he has yeah the ability to to possibly take that over. Yeah, ASAP. Five seven. I just looked it up. I knew he was small. I didn't know he was 5'7". Five, 5'7", seven. <laughs> five, seven, oh, Wait, this is Singletary? Singletary. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, at 10, D-Vision, he took Sky Moore. Um, he's kind of a, a wide receiver that had been kind of flying up the boards a little bit. Uh, I think myself personally, I think he's a little bit of a stretch there. But Kansas City, I mean, you get to play with a quarterback like Mahomes. Tough to Tough to argue. Would you guys have taken Skymore there? Or was there somebody else you think you would have? I probably would have gone Dotson before Moore. Um, 
just because Juju's over there and KC, I think he's going to get a little bit more action. Uh, and now if Juju is not consistent, then I think Moore has an opportunity, but you also have MVS there. So he's kind of a little bit further down. Um, Dodds on their hand, he's on Green Bay, and I feel like Green Wat- Bay... Watson. Wat- Watson's on Green Bay. Did you say Dodson? I meant Watson. Oh, yeah. W. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, seven, eight, huh, in the Sierra Nevada? Um, <laughs> yeah, I probably would have gone Watson instead. Um, like I said, Aaron's going to be thrown to everyone over there, and I think he's probably, by the end of the year, he's going to have a little bit more fantasy relevance, but we will see. I would have gone Watson as well there over Sky Moore. I would have gone Ritter <laughs> over the receivers there. But, yeah, I I also would have gone Watson if I was in a receiver position. Yeah. Ritter did go next. Ritter went 11 to Matt. Um, Yaki, you'd already mentioned you were happy to get some of that Atlanta offense. So Yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping this uh, Drake-London-Ritter stack is quite relevant here in the next couple of years. And hopefully them coming up through the ranks together should uh, should cement that. Jahan Dotson with a D. <laughs> he went next. Um, I, again, would have taken Christian Watson over Dotson, but I, I don't think it's a bad pick. I just think Washington is, is starting to stockpile some guys, and hopefully they'll they'll be able to, you know, get some passing. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see yeah. how it goes. Still Who's their quarterback? Wentz. Wentz, yeah. Yeah, that's tough. He's good. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, he's... Not awful. Eh, okay. <laughs> Finally, Christian he Watson. He plays football. <laughs> Christian Watson did go. Joe, um, this was a trade that you got, or you had already, you'd already had this pick, right, for a while? I believe I'd had it for a while. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you had back-to-back. Nice. Yeah. Christian Watson, Isaiah Spiller. I like both those guys. Yeah, I was, I was happy there for sure. Isaiah Spiller is the exact guy, the same to me as Traylon Burks. I mean, leading up to the entire thing – there was talk if he or Ken Walker were the number two running right. backs. I mean, right. they were, they were, you know, what's it going to be? Who's it going to be? And then all of a sudden, again, they took the pads off and Spiller started falling. Doesn't help where he went, you know, right. But backing I, up Eckler, but my team's not going to be good for a year or two. So kind of perfect timing for me, honestly, to get him now. Eckler doesn't play a full season anyways. He always misses a couple games. I, I think it's great. I was trying to get. There was a couple leagues that I tried to trade up into to get Spiller, Mm -hmm. and I got him in one or two, and I'm I'm really happy with it. I mean, again, guys, when they they look at the game tape and say these guys are amazing, I want those guys. Yeah, I agree. Take that over metrics any day. Yeah, I think I think that was really good. Uh, Malik Willis went next. uh, Big armed quarterback. I feel like if you already have Tannehill. Um, why not, you know, take him here and sit him on your bench. This guy does not have Tannehill. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. He might not play for a couple years or Tannehill could play himself out of a job. I mean, they are, they were the one seed, right? In the AFC last year. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. They (laughs) somehow landed that. So, I mean, if he doesn't live up to that again, who knows? It will be interesting to see how he develops after Tannehill was, uh, you know, so openly uh, that he was not going to, you know, he's like, he's going to have to learn on his own. And well, didn't he back some of that up, like backtrack? Like, oh, I didn't know, did he? I <laughs> think he just basically said, like, he basically said, like, it's not really my job as the starter to get him into foot. Like, he needs to learn that through the process and said, like, I'm not going to be a dick to the guy. Right. 
but kind of said, you know, like we both have stuff we got to work on. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't think, I think they made it sound a little worse than it was. Yeah, probably knowing the drama in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> um, moving on, I'm just kind of going to go quick, and then we'll, you know, Damon, Damian Pierce went next. Rashad White, John Mechie, and Tyler Ajir. Any of those guys do anything for you? They're all kind of speculative picks. Yeah, I mean, for sure. They, they could. Um, Algier, honestly, is is interesting to me because what do they have going on there? They got right. Cord- Cordero, right? And yeah. I don't even, honestly, I don't even know who is on the depth chart there. So he has potential to step in and do some stuff. The I think- offense is not going to be great right away, but like Matt's been talking about, they're trending upward, and so he could be pretty decent right away and then hopefully a good part of a good offense. Yeah, they also signed Damian Williams from the Chiefs. Okay. Um, which I don't know if he's really good. I think he might have just played for the Chiefs. He, he had a he had a sneaky good year, wasn't it? Yeah, he he's like he is one of those guys that just kinda if you have to plug him in and he does well for you, you're really excited. But it's uh yeah, he's very talented, but he just never has had that full on, you know, bell cow year. Yeah, did he? He was with the Bears. Did he do anything? I don't think he did anything with the Bears. I don't think he did. Yeah. Um, I had the next pick. I took Zamir White. I don't know. I I feel like they didn't pick up uh, the option um, on Jacobs. On Jacobs, what is the yeah. Deal. I, Jacobs is good. Really good. Um, yeah. So I figured, you know, why not? He was picked. Uh, it says one twenty-two. So I thought, I, you know, why not? At the third round, I'm kind of grasping at straws anyways david bell went right after that um cleveland i don't know maybe maybe if deshaun does come back and start flinging it around like he used to but didn't really interest me and then i took brian robinson with i had another pick and i have antonio gibson everywhere so i've been trying to get brian robinson as much as possible uh, they came out and said maybe they're going to try to use him like they did in Carolina with, who was that, uh, Freeman? No, not Freeman. Oh, man, they had Jonathan Stewart. That's who it was, Jonathan Stewart and D'Angelo Williams. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, why not? Yeah. And we like they have I think we talked about this on one of the podcasts, but they also have they have Jarrett Patterson too. Yeah. Who is kind of relevant with Gibson. And then to come out and be like, yeah, we have a one-two punch. It's like, oh. Yeah. Ouch. He's al- yeah, he's also like five six. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think that's a little. It's like cool. I'll just see myself out. All right. <laughs> it's because everyone's looking over the top. <laughs> Matt Corral went in the next pick, which I think had a little more relevance, and then Till Baker went. Nah, not as much anymore. Right. Quick question: Who starts Week One for Carolina? Baker. Baker. That quick, huh? Come on, Baker's a good quarterback. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I don't see. I'm going the other way. way. I'm saying Darnold starts week one. Why? With, with because he's already been the guy, <laughs> and he hasn't had CMC with him for a lot of that season. I think he's. I think he starts week one, and he's on a short leash. If he sees ghosts again, <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. And Baker's in, and Baker doesn't leave that spot. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say Darnold starts week one. Who's the better quarterback? Baker. Okay, I just need to hear <laughs> separate question. <laughs> I think Baker starts, and Darnold doesn't see a snap till week six when there's a blowout. 
I think yeah. Baker just takes the job and goes with it. He's yeah. a good quarterback. Baker was injured all year last year and played through it. Baker should have sat down. He should have been like, no, this is men's soccer. I'm injured. <laughs> sat out the year, and he would be the Browns' starting quarterback right now. Yeah. Instead, he tried to play through all those arm injuries, shoulder injuries, and didn't do that well. Still gone to the playoffs. Like he's, so, what's what's your line for Baker, uh, fantasy wise, like his position? Where does he finish as QB? What like fourteen? Yeah, okay, I was gonna say eleven. I don't think he can get into the top twelve, but I think he'll be. I mean, well, maybe if they continue to pass the ball to CMC as much as they have in the past, he that, could he could get up. That's there. what I was kind of thinking. If CMC's healthy, I think uh, there's a lot of that, and he's just gonna little dumb passes. He's gonna end up with three hundred plus yards a couple times, and it's gonna really pad his stats. So what's 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 your official number? Asking for fourteen. A, a friend that likes to bet. Okay. We, uh, <laughs> what, what's your what's your line? Six pack. I'll, I'll go over fourteen, or as in worse than fourteen. Or yeah, thirteen yeah. and a half. Yeah. I mean, so there's no ties. All right. It's on record. Yeah. If he's worse than thir- if he's fourteen or worse, you owe me a six pack. If he's thirteen or better, I owe you a six pack. Okay. I'll just if, be over here. <laughs> if he gets benched for Sam Darnold. I'll buy you a 12 pack. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, benched as in like Sam Donald starts week one? No. No. Like no, he's no. playing so badly that they have to replace yes. him. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, next guys coming up that have any interest uh, Alex Pierce, um, wide receiver, Indianapolis. Maybe they've, you know, they have had some guys that they drafted that haven't really done much. So, so maybe. Uh, Trey McBride, the number one tight end, he came off the board at three seven, and then Joe, you took Jelani Woods. Yeah, right after, and I was bummed. I was I was getting McBride. I was trying to talk to people to move up a couple spots because I wanted to get that number one tight end and couldn't quite pull it off. I didn't have much to offer to get there, um, so I still wanted a tight end, and I did it. Okay, yeah. Uh, Maddie, you had two. You went uh, Jalen Tolbert, the wide receiver for Dallas, um, who could possibly move into their three spot fairly quickly. He was, uh, I just saw they played for Dallas. I didn't really know much about him. Um, and once I did a little bit of research afterwards, I was like, okay, I feel a lot more comfortable about this situation. Um, it's it's gonna be see it's gonna be interesting to see how he develops. But I was actually a little bit more excited on my next pick. Actually, yeah. So your next pick, you Tyrion Davis Price, the running back for the Niners, and that guy's big. He is big and fast. And I mean, with the way Shanahan does any kind of offense, whoever is playing well. And uh, in this league, I have Trey Sermon and Elijah Mitchell. So whoever's got the hot hand, I kind of like it. But the you know, like I said, doing a little bit of research on him as well. I'm just, I'm a big Niners fan, so I know what their backfield does, and he looks like he's going to be promising at some point. Maybe not this year, but he looks like he's going to have a pretty decent career. I think also with Elijah Mitchell's success last year, anytime the Niners have anybody, it's, you know, oh, shit, just in case, you know. Yeah, so 100%. And then, yeah, like you said, you already have a lot of the guys stacked, so why not add them to it? I didn't realize you had three in a row, so you took Sam Howell, um, quarterback, went to Washington. Why not, right? Yeah, it's kind of a why not throw. Just uh, throw another quarterback out there and see what happens. Uh, You know, in a super flex, it's not too bad to have an extra one. Yeah, yeah, in the fourth round, why not? Uh, Wandale Robinson, um, wide receiver for the Giants. Um, people are talking him up a little bit. I don't know. 
if he's um I mean that wide receiver core is so sad. Anybody like, I guess could come in. And it should just not be. It should not be a sad wide receiver core. Like you just look at who's on you're like, yeah, that guy was he was good, right? Like, why is this not a good I don't get it. And so I don't know. Hopefully it's uh not where a place where his uh, career goes to die. Um, what's the the wide receiver Joe? What's his name? Romeo Dobbs. Dobe. He went to I Green Bay. I don't, I don't either. Yeah. But apparently, I mean, you got Aaron thrown to you. Why not fourth round? Yeah, you just got to show Aaron that you can run the right routes and be disciplined, and he'll get you the ball. So if he can do it, yeah, take a flyer. Uh, Bailey Zap, who apparently is a really cool dude. <laughs> but that's about it <laughs> went at a four five Hassan Haskins is a really big running back that went to sit in Tennessee and uh again I mean I guess why not Derek Henry's got to go at some point he yeah. might be the guy six two two twenty eight mm. that is a big boy um, after that, not, you know, we're obviously we're in the fourth round. There's not a whole lot. Uh, Vellis, Vellis Jones, the wide receiver for Chicago, he went the second to last pick. I've been picking him up a little bit in the leagues. He's like 35. Um, <laughs> okay. About to hit his prime. Okay. He's, he's 25. <laughs> but for, uh, to get drafted at 25 is, is pretty old. But That's wild. Um, but not the oldest guy, right? Wasn't there a guy who was 28 who got drafted this year? Oh, I didn't know that. I think someone, yeah. Is he a, a punter? Or? No, he's a wide receiver. And you sure it's not Vellis Jones Jr.? I don't think so. Bears. I, I want to say it's an older guy. I, it could be, but I swear I heard 28. Um, the Bears picked him at number 71. I mean, that's, you know. It's not late. Early third round. Yeah. I mean, um, obviously – there's so many metrics that say if your breakout age happens late and you're not going to do well, but again, you know, four, nine, why not? They took him kind of high and I, he's gone undrafted in a couple leagues and I've been, I've been picking him up, but, um, overall, how do you guys feel about your own draft? Maddie, how do you feel about your, your draft in that? Uh, you know, this league I'm, uh, definitely rebuilding but i want to make sure and get another step running back uh like i said i already have elijah mitchell who i'm very comfortable with and having that entire san francisco backfield so to get um Brees hall i feel like it's a solid one-two punch when it comes to running back area and uh to get drake london to kind of start the uh wide receiver core that i have i felt pretty comfortable about it um huge building blocks for a rebuild i think both those guys are, are studs so i'm pretty excited about that uh whether my team's gonna be in contention is definitely to be seen but um i also you know in this league i have jalen hurts and aj brown so it's it'll be fun to see how everyone you know falls into place but i liked my draft in here for sure Joe, how did you feel about yours? I feel good. I think we kind of already touched on on mine. You know, I was able to replace Tyreek Hill with Jameson Williams. I was able to, you know, do some and things in free agency. Mm-hmm. And then Christian Watson, yeah. So I feel happy about the offseason moves and the and the draft. I I, I, hate, I I have a really hard time doing a full rebuild. So I feel like I'm, I'm kind of competitive now, like a, you know, bubble playoff team. But hopefully in the next couple of years, I'll actually be, be pretty competitive. So I feel good. I'm happy. Yeah, um, I'm... I'm now a little sad to give up DJ Moore. Obviously, if you've listened, you know how much of a Baker homer I am. So, but I'm really happy with Traylon Burks. Um, I'm 
you know, some of the stuff out there now seems a little more concerning about the asthma and not being able to run routes properly and stuff. But everything else, I mean, he was such a stud in college. Um, and then all the other guys are literal dart throws at running back. But I feel like running back can, you know, anybody can come in and give you a game or two there. And I'm usually pretty good at trading value. So if a guy has a good game or two, I can kind of try to move him for, for a little bit of stuff. But uh, Traylon Burks is pretty much the guy I wanted, and I came out with it. It cost me a little bit, but I got bigger, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, that was that was our draft. I Probably most people that are doing Dynasty have already had their drafts. They usually happen shortly after the, the NFL draft, but... If not, you know, let us know. Uh, you can see some of the moves that we made and some of the picks. Maybe it'll it'll help you out. Let's get into our drunken trade of the week real quick. This one is brought to you by at Bad Fantasy Football Trades on Facebook. And I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna read this trade out and then I'm gonna ask you guys' opinion because this trade is uh, giving up Austin Eckler. Okay, in return, getting Allen Robinson. Davis Mills, it is a super flex, so a quarter getting a quarterback back, and a 23 third and a 23 fourth. And originally, this was sent to me in a message saying, smash accept, right? Being the person giving up Austin Eckler. This what? trade doesn't look as outlandish as it seems. Smash except giving up Eckler. Giving up Eckler. Question, smash except question mark, giving up Eckler. I don't concur. No, I I don't concur with that. I definitely think the other side's getting the advantage here, but it also... In his defense, shortly after, the next message said, oh, maybe not, before anybody else had responded. So he did kind of reel himself in a little bit, but... I definitely, I mean, that's kind of the reason it's in there. I don't think there's anything smash except about this at all. Yeah, I wouldn't give up Eckler for this other side with Robinson Mills and two picks in 2023. Um, that being said, it, I do think Allen Robinson does really well this year. Um, and how Mills does will determine a lot of things. But um, Eckler is, how old is Eckler? 28? 27. He's he's, he's getting up. He's definitely getting up. He's getting up there. I mean, Robinson's just as old. He's 28. Um, Yeah, this is not an amazing trade, but this is not by any means super outlandish. I I don't, uh, I think, uh, depend, I would have to see both lineups to really have a definitive opinion. Yeah, the way I see it, if you're, um, if you're, if you're going to rebuild, you can get rid of Eckler. If you're in contention, I don't know why you do. Yeah. Because he's he's just absolutely a top-tier guy. Um, and if you are rebuilding, I, I'm not sure Robinson is the guy you rebuild with. Like, I, I agree. I think he's yeah. going to do well in L.A. I think that's a good spot for him. That's no guarantee. And it's not going to be for a bunch more years. Um, and Davis Mills is a huge question mark. And that, that team is garbage with no sign of getting better. So um, I, I think you could rebuild better for it. Um, and I think Eckler is just super valuable so i like the eckler side there's always reasons with rosters but like i said if you're rebuilding i think you could do a little better than than that haul um that's just my take i think that robinson i agree with you guys i think he will do well 
Um, he's obviously going to be the number two. Sure. Um, you know, and but we saw Cup and Woods succeeded, and with a lesser quarterback, so it definitely can. But I think there's a strong argument that Robinson has two to three years left. And I think, unfortunately, I think Davis Mills is going to be out of a job next year, and I don't think it's going to be his fault. Yeah. I, I think that his team is so bad, there's not much he's going to be able to do to not have one of the top picks, and they'll they'll take one of the top quarterbacks. Yeah, and I, like, I, I don't think it's his going to be his fault. I think that he will do okay. I just don't think he has, I mean... He doesn't have the weapons, doesn't have the offensive line, doesn't have the team, doesn't have the defense. I mean, they're going to be bad. And there's a chance they have the 1-1. And, yeah. I mean, unless unless he plays so well that he, I mean, you know, he becomes a stud. And, and I think it is possible. I just don't know if the team is going to do it. So I, I think it's going to end up being Allen Robinson for Eckler. And I don't think that's something you want to do. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. All right, guys. That's about it for us. We uh, appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for checking us out. Uh, like I said earlier, we'll definitely be be doing more of these and getting them out. And once the season starts, we'll we'll definitely be doing a weekly show, even if it's not all three of us. You know, sometimes it might be just two of us or here and there or whatever. But we'll definitely be be getting shows out weekly to talk fantasy. And it's getting redraft time, like we had mentioned. Oh, we didn't. That was off air. We we just yeah. got our draft picks, our draft order, and our uh, longstanding redraft league uh matt you had the four pick right yes sir so excited about number four joe you you got 11 and i ended up at 12 so yeah. you and i are gonna be fighting it out together there it's gonna be brutal i'm super grumpy about it yeah but yeah it's getting to be redraft time so <laughs> you know put, put an ekg on both of you guys during your as it gets closer <laughs> to your picks we're gonna be making side deals like hey man i know what you're about to do here can you just can you not <laughs> So yeah, we'll definitely be be bringing you more information and and I feel like we've been talking a lot of dynasty the, the last couple of months because that's kind of what there is to talk about, but we'll definitely be getting into some more redraft stuff and and talking definitely ADPs and talking some some rankings and stuff as as we get going, but uh thanks for sticking around thanks for hanging out with us let us know if uh you know you can hit us up we got an email fantasy on draft at gmail.com and that is draft spelled the old way d-r-a-u-g-h-t you know let us know if you have any thoughts or ideas or if you want to hear anything from us uh we appreciate all our patreon members uh we'll try to get some bonus material out for you soon and you know rate us review us on itunes it really helps us out Anything else on the way out, guys? I mean, Discord's been quiet just because oh, we've been quiet. Yeah. But let's get Discord going again, throw up some fun stuff. I'll try to come up with a few trivia questions. I threw some stupid thing about Manti Teo up the other day. Um, just fantastic. His girlfriend's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Such a babe. Yeah. Um, so let's get something going on there. And then I, I would assume we could do a, a mock draft for redraft with yeah. some of the same folks that did it last time. Anyone else that wants to join, let's, uh, let's, let's hop into that. that yeah, great. let's do that soon for sure. All right, cheers, friends. Tips your bar, tip your bartender. Tips your bar, can't even talk. <laughs> tip your bartender. Let's crack another one. Later. <laughs> cheers.